The piece of wood that laughed. Once upon a time in a small village, there was an old carpenter. His name was Mastro Antonio. But people called him Mastro Cherry because his nose was round, red and shiny that it looked like a ripe cherry. One day, Mastro Cherry saw a piece of wood. It was not an expensive piece of wood. It was just a block of firewood. One of those thick solid logs that are put on the fire in winter to make cold rooms cozy and warm. As soon as he saw the piece of wood, he was overwhelmed. He rubbed his hand together and mumbled to himself, "I should use it to make the leg of a table." He grasped the hatchet quickly to peel off the bark and shape the wood. He stood still with arm uplifted to give it the first blow. But for he had heard a wee little voice say in a beseeching tone, "Please be careful. Do not hit me." Mastro Cherry was shocked. He started to look around to find out from where the voice had come, but there was no one in the room. "Oh, I see," he then said, laughing and scratching his wig. "There's nobody in this room, I guess. It's all in my head. I should get back to work." He then struck the most solemn blow upon the piece of wood. "Oh, oh, you hurt me!" cried the same little voice. Mastro Cherry got scared this time. His eyes popped out of his head, his mouth opened wide, and his tongue hung down on his chin. As soon as he regained his senses, he said, trembling and stuttering from fright, "Where did that voice come from?" When there's no one around, is this the piece of wood that has learned to weep and cry like a child? I cannot believe it. It is only a piece of common firewood used to burn in the stove like every other piece of wood. What if someone is hiding inside it? Let me check what's wrong. Then he grabs the log with both hands and started to knock it unmercifully. He tried to listen to the same voice. But even after waiting for 10 minutes he could hear nothing. Oh, I see. He then said laughing and scratching his wig. It is my imagination, nothing else. Let's get back to work. But Mastro Cherry was actually half scared to death. And to gain back his courage, he started to sing. He set aside the hatchet and picked up the plane to make the wood smooth and even, but as he drew He heard the same tiny voice. This time, it giggled as it spoke. "Stop it! Oh, stop it! <laughs> you are tickling my stomach." This time, poor Mastro Cherry fell down. When he opened his eyes, he found himself sitting on the floor. His face had changed. He was so terrified that the color of his nose changed from bright red to deep purple. After this incident, Mastro Cherry was so scared that he could not even sleep that night. The next morning, he heard a loud knock sound on his door. "Come in," said the carpenter. The door opened and a dapper little old man came in. His name was Gepetto, but the boys of his neighborhood called him Polendina because of the wig he always wore, which was just the color of yellow corn.
whenever someone called him by this name, he used to get angry. Good morning, Mastro Antonio, said Geppetto. What are you doing in the floor? I'm teaching the ants their ABCs. Good luck to you. What brought you here, friend Geppetto? My legs, and it may flatter you to know, Mastro Antonio, that I have come to you to beg for a favor. Here I am at your service, answered the carpenter, raising himself onto his knees. This morning a fine idea came to me. Let's hear it, said Mastro Antonio. I thought of making myself a beautiful wooden puppet, one that will be able to dance, fence and turn somersaults. I want to go around the world to earn my crust of bread and a cup of wine. What do you think of it? Bravo, Polendina! cried the same tiny voice which came from no one knew where. On hearing himself called Polendina, Mastro Gepetto turned the color of red pepper and facing the carpenter said to him angrily, Why do you insult me? Who is insulting you? You called me Polendina. I did not. I suppose you did. I know it was you. No. Yes. No. Yes. They were scratching and pulling each other's hair. When the fight was over, Mastro Antonio had Geppetto's yellow wig in his hands and Geppetto found the carpenter's curly wig in his mouth. Give me back my wig, shouted Mastro Antonio. You return mine and we'll be friends. The two little old men, each with his wig back on his head, shook hands and swore to be good friends for the rest of their lives. Well then, Mastro Geppetto, said the carpenter, I want a piece of wood to make a marionette. Will you give it to me? Mastro Antonio was very excited to give him that log. He went immediately to his bench to get the piece of wood that had frightened him so much. But as he was about to give it to his friend, with a violent jerk, it slipped out of his hands and hit against poor Geppetto's thin legs. Ah, is this the gentle way, Mastro Antonio? You have made me almost lame. I swear to you, I did not do it. It was you, of course. It's the fault of this piece of wood. You are right, but remember, you were the one to throw it at my legs. I did not throw it. Liar! Geppetto, do not insult me or I will call you Polendina. Idiot! Polendina! Donkey! Polendina! Ugly monkey! Polendina! On hearing himself called Polendina for the third time, Geppetto lost his head with rage and threw himself upon Mastro Antonio. After this fight, Mastro Antonio had two more scratches on his nose and Geppetto had two buttons missing from his coat. They settled their accounts, shook their hands and swore to be good friends for the rest of their lives. Then Geppetto took the fine piece of wood, thanked Mastro Antonio and limped away toward home. With this, we come to the end of first episode of Pinocchio. The Adventures of Pinocchio was published in 1883, written by Italian writer Carlo Collodi. This story is set in a villa in Collodi, where actually Carlo Collodi had spent his youth. And this villa is now called Villa Pinocchio. 
now that we are talking about the name binocchio in the next episode we will find out how the marionette got its name